welcome to the Love Strategy Podcast. We're your hosts, Angela and Akila. We are a mother, mother-in-law and daughter-in-law team who has a passion for helping individuals and couples navigate relationships in their lives. We're happy that you um, guys are joining us for today's episode. We're going to talk about, tell, tell them a little bit about what we're going to talk about, Akilah. So today is a fun episode. Um, we are, one, of course, going to speak about Married at First Sight, which we talked about last week. Absolutely. Or not last week, excuse me, on our last episode. Um, and we also, t- we're going to talk about dating over 40. Oh, and man. does that mean that you start to settle? Or do you just adjust your uh, preferences? So, so are you saying settle or maybe you have to revisit that list? Correct. Okay. Yeah, the list that you <laughs> may or may not should have. But <laughs> that's interesting. May or may not should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about this weekend. We'll, we'll hit on the list. We'll hit on uh, settling, which... I feel like some people might start to do after a certain age and they feel like there's nothing out there for them so they settle for what is out there or what they come across but love is out there and and so let me tell, tell you ladies as an old as an older uh, woman you don't have to settle okay boo because you're still fine as wine okay <laughs> <laughs> The Love Strategy Podcast with Akila and Angela. Akila, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting to talk about married at first sight again. Yep. So the last episode, uh, the last episode, the couples are all married mm-hmm. and they're going on the honeymoon. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you, because I need, again, you all know I'm old school, right? But let me, let me, no, no, but I'm old school and proud of it, okay? But let me tell you what um, stood out in my mind mm-hmm. about the couples on getting married, uh, married at first sight. They're going on the honeymoon, their honeymoon, and so they're um, in their respective hotel rooms, and they're packing, this one couple <laughs> cracked me up. This one couple takes a packet of condoms and 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 dumps them in the in the lug oh, yeah. in the suitcase. <laughs> the female, his his wife, who had who had been his wife every bit of a day, twenty four hours, right, right, dumps the condoms out of the suitcase. In other words, she's saying, "Buddy, I don't know what your plans are, but guess what." It's not going down like that. You know what? I'm like, now see, that would be me. But wait, that's not actually what she said. Oh, God, wait a minute. See, I, I was jumping for joy when I saw that, so I didn't. What she did she said, say? That's not how babies are made. Oh, <laughs> so that's actually my. completely different than what Wait a minute. Did she really say that? She did. She did. She's, like, she's hoping for a honeymoon baby. <laughs> 
Oh my God! See, you know what? Honey. That's why it pays. Uh, that's why it pays to pay attention. When I saw that, I just uh, my husband and I we watch it together. And when I saw that, we I told to him, I told him, mm-hmm. You see, that would be me, husband or no? For tw- I've just been married to you for twenty four hours. Mm-mm, I don't think so. But I, okay, I stand corrected. So it might be. I don't know. It it might go down, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I thought. Well, on the contrary, though, I still thought that was a that was. A, Hubs forward. It was a forward statement to say that's not how babies are made. You've known this person for, like you just said, for only 24 hours, and you're basically saying we don't need protection because I'm trying to get pregnant. And furthermore, since we're on that couple, I actually had a note about them. Um, so when they went. Um, if you're not familiar with with how it works, after they get married, the next day they visit with um, each other's families. So sh- this is uh, Jose, and I can't remember the wife's name, and I don't remember it either. Nothing. But <laughs> so she seems so over the moon, uh, positive, which is fine. She's optimistic. That's great. However, she's like, I don't see what can go wrong. I don't know what fights we could possibly get into and he's kind of like going along with it like yeah uh uh-huh I don't know either because everything's going so great however hers comes off as I think she might be the clingy type I think she's a people a people pleaser I think she's trying so hard I think she wants love so des she's so desperate for love that she just my perspective now and I could be wrong but I think that she's just willing to do any and everything. It's like, you know what? I am going to do everything in my power. And and I'm not I'm not mad at her. You know, when you're in a committed relationship, you do try hard. But um in this particular case, they really don't know each other right. and they need time to get to know each other, but it seems as though she's like whatever he wants, whatever he demands, I'm going to I'm going to comply because I don't, I want him to like me and I don't want him to be upset and angry. And and that's, that's just not going to last. It's not. And he's similar. He's similar. Um, However, I think she's a little bit more and she has a background of self-esteem issues. Yeah. This is why if you didn't listen to last episode, please of our show go back because we did speak on this is why you have to be comfortable with yourself and work through your stuff that's right um so i think that she because she her she has a background of a low self-esteem as well as um just her overabundance of positivity and optimism with this relationship so far you've known this man for 24 hours of course you're going to have a fight you don't know what you're going to have a fight about yet because you don't know this person you don't know what he does to tick you off case in point they were on the honeymoon and he said let me brush your teeth for you Oh, that's right. Now, see, oh, my God. You know what? And I thought that was, <laughs> I, I, you know, I thought that was weird. That was super weird. I thought that was weird. I'm like, that was incredible. let weird. me brush your teeth? Yeah. I looked at my husband. I'm odd. like, you have to help me with this one. I thought he was playing. I, I thought it was, look, he was kidding, but he was he was very serious, folks. Go and watch it. He was I, so serious. Akila, I've been known uh, to have some weird views. <laughs> I won't say weird. Um, pretty straight lace views. 
And so when I heard when I heard that, I looked again. I looked at my spouse and I said, "Explain to me what's going on, because I don't get it." So I'm glad to hear you thought that was weird too. Oh yeah. Who who wants like like she said? Which I wish I can remember her name, but like she said, <laughs> I am a grown woman. I don't need you to brush my teeth for me. And and then some things. <laughs> I mean, I believe in love. I believe in coupleness. But some things are just individual. You know, you just do them on an individual basis. Like when you go to the bathroom. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one of those uh, individuals that oh, leave the door open. And then, no, this is individual business. You go in there, take yeah. care of your business, close the door. Way I handle it. Okay, handle your business, and then comes out, come out. That's the same way with brushing your teeth. I mean, yeah, that was a little odd. That, that, that's weird. That's so, weird. We, I'm excited to see what uh, is in store for them <laughs> um, because, first of all, she's going to be, she has a long way to fall because she's high right now. Yeah. She's so high yeah. on this cloud of happiness and euphoria, euphoria. Yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. However, you know, I don't, I think she needs to also look at a little bit of reality and, and the reality is this okay yeah they they are participating on the show they're married but i think they need to keep in mind that we need to try to get to know each other right. i mean because in order to have a successful relationship you have to know each other you have to you know these if, if i were to give uh you know four or five important factors that you must think about when um, considering a, um, a committed relationship, I would say one, you have to like the person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to like being around them. You like, you have to have fun with them. You have right. to just enjoy, you know, like when you have good friends, you be like, you just laugh, you have a good time, you talk, you discuss things, you don't always agree. But you mm -hmm. just enjoy their company. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's important. Well, they've only seen each other, only been in each other's presence for 24 hours. Right. You need time to see if you really like this person. Mm -hmm. I think you also need to have, you know, if you're spiritual or whatever, you all need to be on the same page for that. That's an important factor. These these people are, are, are younger. And so you need to, the issue of, do we want to make baby, do we want to have babies or not? That needs to be discussed. And then I think income, you know, what, what your, your goals are, what your, you know, how you're going to handle the income, who's working, are we both going to work? Are we both going to contribute? You know, those are important things. And so although this, you know, is a show and they're married and this and that, they still need time to get to know each other. Yes. Someone should have told her that. I'm telling you. And so my concern <laughs> is this. If the marriage does not work, is she going to have a relapse? Relapse Ooh. meaning, you know, because she, remember she talked about her previous right. relationship. And she also lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. That. So at one point she had gained a lot of weight and, and then lost it. So she, it could put her over the edge and that, that's my concern and again a lesson lesson learned is value yourself regardless as to whether you're in a relationship or not know that you are worthy you are valuable you are loving and you are lovable that's the point i want to make on discussing 
married at first sight. I wanted to speak about Brian and Brett really quickly. Oh, okay, okay. Really quickly. So Brian, Brian, Brian. Now, see, I'm gonna claim. Brett, I'm gonna claim a Brett senior moment. <laughs> I know. I know. Mind you, I had. I'm still on mommy brain, folks. Okay. <laughs> In my in my case, I'm still on mommy mode. I just had a baby, so I I my brain is like if I don't have it written down. Um, so Brett and Ryan, I'm I'm put their names together because they're two male names. However, Brett is the female, uh, Ryan is the male in the relationship. So Ryan, he said that he was a serial dater. Um. Which was concerning in, in itself. Red flag number one. <laughs> uh, when they when he met with her family, they asked him, "Do you have anything any questions for us about Brett? Would you know? Mind you, twenty four hours. They've only known these people for twenty four hours. Would you know?" He says, "I have no questions at this time." Now, what does that indicate to you? Because to me, Akila, that indicates this guy's not serious. That and. I don't think he has much substance. Well, I mean, as a per like, I don't think he's. I mean, he doesn't have a personality. I don't think he has personality, and it's a uh, what's the best way to say it? A playboy or <laughs> someone who doesn't have you know someone that doesn't have substance, and which is probably why he's a serial dater. He probably thought that he wasn't into the women, but it was really that the women weren't into him, and that probably. In it, the you know relationship, or he didn't have much to offer outside of sexual relations. Yeah, and um, but 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 again, Akila, I'm gonna say this. I I think as women, we have to be conscious and aware again of serial daters because if I were single and I met somebody and they told me, uh, you know, I've dated a hundred women, not one red flag, not two red flags, probably 10 red flags are going to come up because my question is going to be this. Well, what happened with woman number one, number two, right. number three? Exactly. And as, as women, I just don't think, uh, you know, because I think, again, as I said in the last episode, I think men is something about men can tell when women are just easy freezy. Mm -hmm. And I think women nowadays in 2021, they make serial dating very, very easy. Now, you guys might say I'm I'm picking on the women. I'm not. I, I'm, I just want the women to know, hey, y'all got we got power. We got power, and so that's why I always address the women. I want us to stand in our power and and recognize and realize our power. Mm -hmm. Very much so, and and like you said, it's important to recognize that serial dating. Um, which may be another reason why he's a serial dater. Maybe the women that he was dating recognized he was... And dropped him. And dropped him. And that could be, that could be. But let me ask you yeah. this, though, Akila. Is it, you know, and, and again, you help me, because I, like I said, I'm old school, but I think, I think it's a little, I think it's a more difficult for women to end the relationship than men. I think it's easier for men to go wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They can get in there, do what they got to do, and, and they're out. And no ifs, ands, or buts. They're done. But I think women, um, I think we get, we invest more emotionally. And uh, that's why my rule is women don't mix DNA until you've done your homework. Right. 
Because even with your intent, if you intend to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, uh, or for that man to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, for you, you have to, because uh, like Angela says, even if you do your homework, if you choose that you, you make sure you want that to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, do your homework and figure out how you're going to Thank you, ma'am. So, so in other, in other words, you're saying, hey, ladies, <laughs> if that's what you decide, if you want that relationship to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, go into it knowing that. Go into it knowing that. Okay. Go into it knowing that it's not going to be any more than that. Okay. And you have to be ready with your tools to say, thank you, ma'am, and walk away. And, and be able to cut the emotions <laughs> off. And let me exactly. also say this, you know, now, and I'm going to just go along with her on that, but I'm like, hey, don't do it. But let me at least say this. If ladies, if you do decide that the relationship is going to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, at least at least get paid for it. OK, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. At least at least get paid for it. Um, <laughs> OK, well, forgive me. Forgive me for that. No, really. really. <laughs> well, but I mean, ladies, well, get a handbag. I guess is what she said. Be get, like, get, uh, get something out of it. But I mean, you know, and I don't endorse that either. But again, I, I speak to ladies because I am one, you know, and it just hurts me when I meet women and I talk with them, and um, they're they're not requiring requiring or requesting much from men. That that hurts me as a woman because I know. My standards, man, I, mm -mm, mm -mm. That's too funny. But, but, but that is, I was just being humorous, though, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a song like that out there, in something, something, and get a bag. Oh, my you God. Know. So maybe, you know, uh -oh. I don't know, maybe we'll have to play the song. I don't know. I, I didn't but, know she was listening <laughs> to that behind closed doors, folks. Listen, uh, I, let me tell you. Let you me know? let me tell you all. <laughs> As the as the young people say, you better ask somebody, somebody okay? <laughs> All righty. So moving right along, moving, moving right along. Our next segment, I would love to play a game. A game? You're yes. talking about playing some game. Okay, well, so, bring it on. I'm ready. I'm ready. The Love Strategies Podcast game, and it's called Cliche Me. Cliche Me, baby. <laughs> okay, come on. So the way this works is I'm going to name a common relationship cliche to you and you let me know whether that cliche is true or false okay um and then from there we'll discuss it your answer discuss got it. it got it so the first one love is blind true or false love is blind ding true <laughs> okay true okay it is true how so love is blind because when you first enter into a relationship or start a new relationship, you're operating off of that, off of the good feel, the good feeling um, hormones, the endorphins. And so all you know is, I like the way this person is making me feel. And when we're elevated in that higher state, we're not as rational as we should be. And so when we're, life is good, we're feeling good, he treats me well, he comments, he compliments me, we don't see the red flags or we don't 
pay, pay attention to the behaviors that need some discussions. Mm. And um, I think by recognizing that love is blind, it will help us be mindful that, hey, wait a minute. If we're looking for a committed relationship, it will help us be mindful that, wait, we've got work to do. Yeah, I like the good feelings. I like the good feeling hormones. I like the endorphins being released, but I have work to do. And so I think that cliche, love is blind, helps us be mindful. What do you okay. think? Actually, that leads me to question whether or not, is it love or lust? Mm. That's blinding. Okay. Because it sounds like, just based off what you said, that sounds like it could be lust as well. And that will blind you to what, you know, is really going on with a person um, and everything, what you just said. Uh, so I want to know, I wonder that when this can be another, this might have to be another show. You, I, almost, I think you're right. I I'm, think you're right. I'm almost wondering if love... The if love it's is, lust or is or if it's love, right? If it's is it lust or is it love that's blind? You know, you you, you and then you're mistaking lust for love. The, you know what? You're on to something because mm -hmm. I think um, as a person who has been married um, for decades, I'm here to tell you, love grows. Love ebbs and flows. When you first meet somebody, let me tell you, baby. It may be lust, like pleasing to the eyes, that's helpful. Mm -hmm. You you like the way they make you feel. But that's not love. Love is when you've gone through things together and you you while you were experiencing those things, you thought you weren't gonna make it. Or you thought, What am I doing here? This is crazy. But you come out on the other end. And when you come out on the other end, you say, you know what? I'm glad I hung in there. That's love, baby. My little spill on love, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next cliche is the first person to say I love you loses all the power. Oh, I disagree with that. That's false. I, I, I don't know. Because listen. When you're in a committed relationship, mm -hmm. the, the, the goal and the focus, focus of that relationship is to make it last. And so we're not focusing on who has the power. Hey, we, both, we are a power couple, okay? And we want to make sure that on a daily basis, we have the attitude we have the intent of, I'm going to do whatever I can do to make this relationship better, to make my spouse feel day, to make my spouse's day better, and the other spouse has that same attitude. Hey, if I say I love you first, cool. He's probably going to say because I know you know that's I know the power I got. If I say <laughs> I love you, he's going to be like, what? Bro? We're going to have a war about who loves who the most. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, I believe it's false as well because, um, same thing. I don't, if you're truly in love with somebody, um, I don't think that 
you lose any power by saying absolutely. that you might you gain power absolutely. by being vulnerable absolutely. there and letting the, letting the person know how you feel. Uh, if now if they're playing games, you may feel manipulated yeah. if you say it first. Right. I don't think you lose any power with the wrong person. It might be feel like a power struggle and you lose power, but with, if it's with the right person. You say it. Heck, if it's with the wrong person, you say it. You're going to find out whether or not they <laughs> agree or not. Yeah. Um, if they don't, if it takes them time to say it, they may still feel it, but just not there yet to say it. Um, I still don't think that's giving up power. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. And, and let me also say this. And I said it first. Yeah. Oh, oh she said it first in her relationship. What? And see, that's taboo. Hold on. Wait a minute. admit that. Is it? But is that for some women? And you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to be the first oh, one to tell okay. them that I love them. Okay. About, oh, the man has to love you more. Okay. Or, 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 you want to, as a female, you want to make sure he's really into you. Right. Okay. I didn't see. Now, see, I'm learning. So I'm learning something from from this podcast. I didn't know it was taboo, but I'm like you, Akila. You know what? Let me let me say this. Men thrive on accolades from their woman. And so you tell your man, boo, I love you. Guess what that's going to do for him? He's going to be like, what did I do to deserve that? Whatever I did, I'm going to keep it up. Because men, I'm here to tell you, I've raised two boys and married to a, a man, okay? Men thrive on positive, positive statements from their woman, okay? I'm going to just put that out there to y'all. And put a period on that. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> All right, last one. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh, that is absolutely false. Now let me tell you my reason why. Oh. Yeah, a white man, because I know you know what? I, I was um speaking to a group of young people one time and I told them, I said, if your spouse cheats, it doesn't necessarily mean the relationship, the marriage is over. Oh my God. These that. young ladies almost jumped down my throat. <laughs> I said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me explain this. Once a cheater, always a cheater. No, let me explain this. First and foremost, let me say this. Stepping outside of the relationship, the committed relationship, the marriage is definitely a no-no. I do not condone it, endorse it. I, support it in no way. However, if that happens, we have to examine why. Now, let me say this. I'm in no way saying that the non-trespassing spouse or the person who didn't step out, I'm not saying they're responsible for the other party deciding, and it's a decision, yes, deciding to step outside of the marriage. I'm not saying that. But if you have a good man, a decent man or woman, and they step outside the marriage, we need to find out why. Was something missing? Were they not, were they not getting something? Were they, and, and it, again, it does not excuse the behavior. It doesn't excuse it. But the question is, why did they do it? And secondly, after we find out why they did it, if they are remorseful, I mean truly remorseful, then I think you won't have those issues again. Now, if you have a spouse who 
steps out one time, steps out two, twice, steps out three times. This is a pattern. Houston, we have a problem. Either you didn't choose wisely and you just got a no good man and he's just a cheater. Then in that case, once a cheater, always a cheater. But if you have a man who is, again, a good, decent man, he realizes, one, I was wrong for stepping out, but I stepped out because I felt neglected. Again, it doesn't excuse it. Let's be straight. Let's be clear. It doesn't excuse the behavior. But if he tells you, this is why I did it. And he says, I realize I hurt you. I'm sorry. I'll do whatever I can. If it takes me the rest of my life, mm. I'll do whatever I can to gain your trust, your love, and I'll never do this something like this again. Then that's a keeper. That's not that he doesn't fit that cliche once a cheater always a cheater but if he's like oh, no big deal you made me do it i didn't know. you know what don't waste your time boo don't waste your time but what are your thoughts akila that's heavy that's, actually, that's heavy. It's, a, it's a heavy one that's yeah. heavy. but like, because, no, talk to me because we we need this talk I'm to me thinking okay so one it would be hard as the person on the other end of um if someone cheated and you're the person that's being cheated on, I know that would be extremely difficult to not believe that because a, a, a piece of your trust is just gone. Forever. Absolutely. Forever. Absolutely. Like it's just, you know, you're, you're never at a hundred percent. I don't think Absolutely. after that. Um, so I know it's probably hard to hear what she's saying about, you know, once saying that it's false, that, you know, once you cheat, you're not always a cheater. Um, I, do I think the cliche is true or false? Uh, it's a hard that's one. A, that, but that's okay. And because... I think in marriage, like you said, if you've known the person, you found the person, you, you know, you know that their character and for whatever reason, and now whatever reason they step out, male or female on you. Okay. If they're a good person, I can see what you're saying about no they won't cheat again but they would have to really 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 come with good evidence that they're not going to do it again but but see but if you understand why because let me tell you this now my husband has stepped hasn't has not stepped out or anything like this but let me say this looking back on some of my behavior y'all i was a hell raiser <laughs> and so <laughs> looking back i i think to myself lord god Thank you for saving me because I think if I were in my husband's shoes, I would have said, you know what? This woman raised so much hell. I'm finding somebody to give me some peace. Okay. Now, again, yeah, I'm kind of joking with that. It does, it does not excuse the behavior, but this is how you're going to know, Akilah. I think the trust, let me say this. When you're the person that has been cheated on, yeah, it hurts like hell. Yeah. And you feel betrayed. You feel like, how could you do this? I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's going to hurt just like you break your arm. It hurts, but it takes time to heal. But if that person is truly, truly, truly remorseful, guess what? He or she will live their lives like an open book. Why? Because they want you to be assured that I'm not doing this. 
So if you call, if they call and, and they say, where are you at? And they do it a million and one times. The person who cheated, they're not going to get upset. They're mm -hmm. going to say, you know what? Because I want this other person to know you can hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. If I, you know, I, you've called me, this is your 10th time calling me, asking me where I am. Where I am. And so the person who's cheated is going to say, that's cool, baby. If you still need, I'm, I'm willing to do. That's what I mean by truly remorseful. They have to prove to you whatever, it, whatever you want me to do to prove that I'm not going down that road again. What one? Because I realized how much it hurt you. And when you hurt, I hurt. And I don't want I don't want to do that again. And secondly, I value so much value you so much that I realize I risk I run a risk of losing you. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to do whatever I need to do because I don't want to lose you. So if you, to build your trust, I don't care if I have to, you know, it sounds a little extreme. If I have to text you every five minutes, this is what I'm doing. I'm willing to do it because I, again, don't want to lose you. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's easy. Nobody wants to be cheated on. I don't advocate that. Don't cheat on people because, you know, sometimes I get rogue and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to roll up on somebody again. I'm just joking, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't advocate that. I, You know, and, and, and cheating it. Again, families and marriages coming together, it's, it's more than just the individuals. And yeah, so it affects, exactly. it affects, it, affects uh, it, it, it does, your children, uh, just everybody. So and we'll, the we'll lesson is a, don't a cheat. Pin in, right. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that when it comes to uh, marital cheating, because I would like to go deeper into um, what you said about what was the reasoning behind the cheating. Okay. Because if... At that point, to me, it feels like there's some there's going to be some blame thrown around as to why. But, okay, okay, but you know what? That's another show. That's, We're yeah. gonna have to talk about that. But let me say this, Akila. In a marital situation, now again, assuming you you've got a good person, you've done your homework, and you've chosen wisely. In a marital situation. We have to realize that we can't do it all. I mean, both parties, man and woman, man and woman, and the person who cheats, they are clearly responsible for their decision. But let me say this: as the non-cheating spouse, we do have to self-examine and see: was I neglecting? him or her was I not spending enough time again it doesn't excuse the behavior mm -hmm. it does not but we have to be because I think and, and I'm guilty of it I think sometimes in a marriage especially a long time long-term marriage we become complacent mm -hmm. and we think oh I don't have, you know so what so what if he when he comes home or I come in the house we, we're not pleasant to each other or so what if we no longer sit and cuddle? Or so what if we don't do things together? He's here. He's my man. We're married. At... You, you, you have to continue. You, you have to continue being the girlfriend and the boyfriend. You have to continue that. So, I mean, that may sound like we're blaming. Not, no, the, 
I'm, we're not blaming, but that's another show we're gonna talk it about how to keep show. your how to how to keep your relationship in check. Okay, that is yeah, because I, I would love to go deeper into that um, because I think as also the spouse that's being cheated on, you're not the only one that has to reflect. Obviously, absolutely, it has to be the person that that cheated as well. Well, he's number say, one. Yeah, yeah, he or she, he or yeah, she. yeah. Uh, to say, well, why did I go out? That's right. And and why did I not? If if you did not. Why did I not vocalize that to my Absolutely. Spouse? Absolutely. So there's so much there to Absolutely. Both, um And we could do that in another show. And we are going to do that. We are. We yeah. definitely are. Um, because I think it's important. And I think it's important to know how to navigate that when it happens. That's right. If it happens. If it, right. That's you right. You know, hopefully it never does to you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, humans are humans. That's people right. That's people. right. That's right. Um, and then, but on the other side of once a cheater, always a cheater, also... We spoke on uh, spousal cheating. Okay. However, what if you're dating? So, and so we're just just quick on this. But what if, what if you're, you're dating, dating? But see, now I don't know, Keila, because the, again, okay. But see, this is this is this is my view on that. And again, I'm old school, and you may say, Angela, those views don't hold up in 2021. But this is the way I look at dating. Is this? It's fair game. We don't have a commitment. I mean. We don't have a com commitment. See, that's why I I emphasize committed relationships. Mm -hmm. Now, what is a committed relationship? You can determine and decide what what your your definition of commitment is. But that's why I tell women, don't you just meet a guy and you've known him four months, five months? In my opinion, that's not a committed relationship. So why are you upset if he goes and he does this one and that one? And that? He owes you nothing. You owe him nothing. That's not so. I think that yeah. I think the issue, Akila, is what is a committed relationship? That. I mean, because dating, when I hear the word dating, I think of like courtship. Yeah, I you know well, I mean, I, yeah. no, I, I think of so courtship I, is something different I, to I me. I agree, actually. I didn't dating, when that, I yeah. say when I hear think of dating, I think of okay, it's it's it's. Free love. Playing I mean, the field. You're trying to see absolutely, what's out there. absolutely. That's that's what I when I think of dating. That's what okay. I think of. I don't think of okay. a commitment. So, you know, if you say, "Oh, he cheated on me," no, boo, he didn't cheat on you. You, there's no commitment. He he did what he did, or she did what. So, what if you come across someone before you even get to the point of feeling like someone cheated on you? What if you get to someone? Uh, let's say we're we're gonna play. We're gonna be males. Because we don't always want to feel like, you know, it's the we're talking to the woman always. Okay. Let's say we're um, males and you come across a woman and she says, yeah, I cheated before. But you're just now getting the notes for this first date, first or second date. You found out that they're, they've cheated before. This cliche comes to your mind. Oh, shoot. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't think I, I don't even want to go further with this person. That would, that would, Akilah, I'm going to honestly say, uh, as a male, if I was a male, and um, this woman I'm interested in, and she shared that with me, I would be concerned. Mm. I would be concerned. And, and my, my, the reason for um, my concern would be this. Is she mature enough to handle what goes along with a committed relationship? Mm. You see, because I think committed relationships are for grown folks. And when yeah. I say that, I mean committed relationships or for people who realize this is about us, not me, not you. It's about us. 
And the majority of what we do in that relationship is going to be based on, does it benefit us or does it benefit me or does it benefit you? And so if the woman shares with me, you know, I'm thinking as a man, if the woman shares with me, yeah, I've cheated, I've just, what's going on through my mind is, she might not have what it takes. Mm. Because see, as a man, I'm going to tell you, as a man, I don't want to be worried with the thought of my woman not protecting mm -hmm. and honoring. And, and you know, that may sound archaic, but that's just how men think. This woman is protecting my kingdom, is mm -hmm. protecting what's mine. And, and the man, if he's concerned about... You know, when I leave, somebody else coming out in the back door, you got a problem. Mm. You got a problem. And, I, I, you know, men want to be assured that, hey, you know what? I got this. And you don't have to worry. I got this. This this is us. I got this. Ain't nobody coming in between. I got this. I mean, and women like that, too. But, I mean, I'm <laughs> a man more so. I mean, I, again, y'all... I welcome your comments, okay? I know what my views may appear to be 1800, <laughs> no, <laughs> old-fashioned. Old, old so bring it on, and, and, and you have different opinions. Let, let's, let's dialogue. Let's, and we let's do want you it. to, based on those three cliches we just shared, we'll post those on our Instagram page, and we do want you to give your point of view. Do you think they're true? Or do you think they're false? And let us know uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Let us know what your thoughts are with these three cliches. And we'll play again on another episode But we with three more. But we definitely want to hear your thoughts on these based off what we just said. And uh, we're going to move on to our next topic. Which is? Which is dating over 40. Mm. Now, it's, okay, as we move into this, which is, it, it does relate i know at some point during this conversation you're gonna say because i'm old school <laughs> and this is also, she got me. this is also another this is going to be another episode like we get so excited we have so much to talk about it's so much to talk about but i would like to we won't do it today we'll do it on our next episode okay but i do want you to explain what old school means okay because i i honestly think because some of my views are considered i guess you could consider them quote unquote old school okay but i don't i actually was told once no you're not old school you like what you like okay. you are how you are and, and i can go with that and it's not a time period on it somebody may think they want to call it and put a you know say it's old school but why is it old school i think that you know, that's another episode. But well, I think and we will talk about makes... that because I would love to explain to you all what old school is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so our next um, topic: dating over forty. And in that world, do you settle, or do you just, you know, change your preferences on your your potential spouse a little bit? And what I mean by that is. I find when I speak to women in particular that are over a certain age, men 
they always think they got it. They think they can get anybody they want to get. That's why it's <laughs> half do. of them with these 25-year-olds, whatever. And that's another show. We're going to talk yeah. about why that happens. Right. Yeah. And so, women, I'm talking to you in this point in time. Um, but I would love to hear male feedback if we have some male listeners out there to give us some feedback as well. However, women, I want you to know you got it. You don't have to settle. You don't have to settle. You like what you like. However, however, you may not find a Boris Kojo anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight Oh, up. my God. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So, that's that's a reality, well, reality check. Right? Reality check. Because, you know, when, when you're 20, you know, when you're, heck, when you're 18 through 30, you have the possibility to find your your pool, I guess your dating pool. Statistically is a bit, speaking, your your pool of, of available men is, is much bigger. Yes, much bigger. Um, especially if you're looking for someone without kids, without baggage, with uh, you know, on the come up or on a good has a good career, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. With all of those in a package Yes, you're, you you can find those when you're 30, you know, 18 through 30, and when they're 18 through 30. However, once you move a little bit older in age, I think that pool, and statistically, and it, that's, your pool right. does decrease. It does diminish. Um, and then, you know, if, so, at this point, the question might be, okay, man, do I settle with a man with five kids? You don't have to. You can still... You, you might have to come to a compromise as in, okay, I might not find a man that has no kids anymore, but I'll be willing to date a man that has a healthy relationship with maybe two kids. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say healthy, there's, there's levels to that. Absolutely. There can Absolutely. be, when I say healthy, they, they have distance. They know, you know, everyone knows their place. Unhealthy would be, a male that still lives with his children Absolutely. or his children are meddling in his business and don't like anyone he's dating. That causes drama down the road. Um, Which is another show. We'll, we'll have to talk about <laughs> it that. Is, it is. <laughs> but so what are your thoughts? Do you, if you're dating over 40, should you, is it settling or do you need to just kind of adjust your preferences? A little you bit? know what? It's not settling. It's, it's not settling. It's mm-hmm. called a reality check. So, you know, when I was in school, in college, this used to be the saying, get a ring on it before spring, right? Get the ring before spring. Mm -hmm. When you're in college, that is one time in your life when you're going to be exposed to the largest selection of available single people ever in your life. Mm. And so what I'm concerned about now is that younger women are delaying, you know, this choosing a spouse and waiting until they get older, which again, statistically speaking, your pool decreases. And so the reality check is this. You're, the chances of you finding someone who does not have children, and it's nothing wrong with you know dating someone who has children, mm-hmm. but your chances of finding that kind of person, slim to zero. Mm-hmm. Your chances of finding someone who's not already taken or married, and you know there there are polygyny relationships. We're not getting into that, but 
your chances of finding someone who's available diminishes or who hasn't been married before or who hasn't like been married that's right mm -hmm. diminishes so i think the reality check is this i am an older woman and let's just be real let's just be real about it as she said when men age and get older they always have the option of well i don't want to say how always but they have the option of dating much younger women and people don't the society doesn't think twice about it mm -hmm. Get an older woman and a younger man. What's the first thing coming to mind? He's using her. He's just for her money, whatever. So that's just a reality check. If you're older and you're trying to find love, you have to be willing to recognize and realize you may not find everything mm -hmm. that you want that's on your list. And it doesn't mean that you're settling because you still have to, there's some things that just for me, if they're not there, I'm going to say this to emphasize the point. If they ain't there, it's not happening. Okay. Right. And I don't think that's settling. I think that's just a reality check. Mm -hmm. But with I that agree. being said, let me tell you this. It's never too late for love. Never too late. <laughs> never too late. And, and, and like I said, I, I was joking before about the Boris Kojo, but not everybody likes Boris Kojo. But whoever you thought was, you know, fine as wine. He is fine, know, though. Denzel. He is fine. Uh, and oh, <laughs> God. And Denzel. She, I, uh, Denzel, Denzel is that walk, you know, and that look. Oh, I mean, lo oh. how can one person go over generations of being... <laughs> Loved like he, uh, he's old listen, enough to be her, probably <laughs> not her daddy, her granddaddy, but no, he's not that old. <laughs> but I was like, I liked Denzel when I was a teenager. Like I thought he was, you know, like goodness, because he has he has swag. He that's, that's that's like our former president Barack, right? Yeah, he's old enough. He has swag. You know, some men just have swag. They do. They really do. <laughs> um, but hey, back to the point <laughs> is. You may not find someone who looks like Denzel, which you would have possibly had that option younger because, you know, they're out there. But by now, a lot of them are either trying to be with those 25-year-olds or are already taken, like Denzel. Denzel that's is right. taken. He's been married since that's, those put a ring on it before spring. That's right. And I, that's why I admire him and his wife. They have hung in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you might find someone who you didn't think you would be with or does not look how you thought they would look. They are not the height that you thought they would be. Of course, you know, you probably don't want to be with somebody who's significantly height difference. However, my thing is to give people a chance. Yeah. If they are good people, if they're a good person, if they, you know, meet other criteria for you, be open to the possibility, be open to the yeah. possibility of that person being a possible spouse. Yeah. Um, you know, because I don't want you to close yourself off to anyone and to love and to companionship in your older years. Tomorrow's not promised. That's right. That's right. You don't have forever to be picky. That's at this right. Point. That's absolutely. It's the difference between picky and, you know, criteria. That's it's, right. That's you know, right. Uh, so is you don't have time to be picky. You don't settle, but you don't have time to nitpick at this current moment in time and then also realize i've heard some women that are over 40 um i want to say more over 50 oh i've lived this long by myself in my own house doing my own thing 
I don't think I want a man. But in the same breath, say, I want a husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have to realize, okay, so yes, at this point, you will be coming into whatever relationship or companionship that you find. You'll be coming in as a whole person, as you always should. That's but at right. this point, you have come in with, you're a whole person that has led a whole life. With your own pre- uh, preferences, you like your house a certain way, you like the drive to work a certain That's way, right. you like your car a certain way. You have to recognize that the person you meet is also going to come in with those same things. Yeah. They've lived their That's lives. Right. And so they have their ways. They have their ways. Of doing so, things, yeah. Uh, it's a little different. You can still grow with this person. Not saying that you can't grow with this person, but it's different when you start out with someone that's right and you grow into these people but now you're 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 a person you've <laughs> a, developed a, a, a your, developed your way of life yeah yep and you're going to meet another developed person i like that and <laughs> uh so you're going to have to learn how to it's a new way of compromising at that point Absolutely. that you're going to have to learn um and it's necessary if you want a spouse if you want a companion that's right i don't think you should close yourself off because Oh, I, I'm so used to doing. I don't think a man could deal with. You have to be willing to uh, meet that person halfway. That's right. Um, and they're gonna have to be willing to meet you halfway, and that's that. And it's so been, you're yeah. right. So don't give up on love. And let me say this: as humans, we are created to connect. We are mm-hmm. social beings. I don't care if you're 50 or 105. We need a connection. We need a relationship. We need to to be social. And so I think when women say, you know, I've been by myself all this time. I don't need a man. I don't think they're being honest and truthful with themselves. Right. I agree. You know. And now that, I think, it tiptoes on settling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so to wrap this up, I would like to say you're worthy. There's someone out there for you. Do not settle on the fact of just because you're feeling like you're getting older. Oh, I don't want a man anyway, or I don't want a woman anyway. What I need you to do, like we said at the beginning of this, men will go out and they they know they can get them a younger woman. That's right. Or know they still have opportunities. I need you as a woman, like I said, I'm speaking to the women at this point. I need you as a woman to say... I still got it. That's right. That's right. I can get me a 25-year-old if I if want I to. If I wanted to. But well, ladies, I mean, but you got to still have it, ladies, which that's another show, which right, means you got to take, that's right, but, you got to take care of yourself. But, um, yeah. So you, you know, just that mentality, go out there with confidence, put yourself out there. That's, that's another thing. You can't find somebody by being in your house all the time, going to work and coming home. No, you have to start, you have to do different things. Get on a meetup. Oh my gosh, she's um, right. She's right. That's my mother used to Facebook say. Group. You know, people say I'm waiting on the Lord to send me somebody. My mother would say, "I don't think anybody's gonna come knock on your door. Who's there? I'm from the Lord. He sent me." And she said, "You have to get out and about, and mm-hmm. that's how you're gonna meet people yes. at the grocery store, conferences, concerts, not at the bar. Okay, not at the club, but but you know, the library." Find out your hobby. Yeah. Like join groups. Play golf. Ladies, let me tell you, I know we're winding up. The golf course is an excellent place to go to meet men, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we have enjoyed we yeah. have enjoyed um uh spending this time with you guys and uh, 
as always, we look forward to uh, bringing you different episodes discussing issues. And so if there's anything on your mind, please let us know. Please let us know. Comment. Send us an a, um, email. Do we have you? <laughs> we do. Have you, have you said, we do. With, I'm, I'm with no confidence. Yeah. Like, okay. There's that old uh, well, school. Well, I'm asking. Yeah. Well, see, that's the, yeah. No, we do. <laughs> we do have yeah, an email. Have it's email. it's our email is the t h e love all together the love strategy podcast mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Um, and so we love doing this. We love sharing with you all. Um, hopefully, we're bringing you helpful tips and information um, that benefits you in your life and and if it's not uh, you know shame on us but we we enjoy it we enjoy it and thank you all so much for listening and um, joining us and being a part of um, our podcast yes we thank you so much and follow us on facebook at the love strategy and follow us on instagram at the love strategy podcast if you mention us if you uh tag any of our audio or uh repost anything make sure you hashtag the love strategy so we can see it and we can acknowledge it um and like she said send us an email you can also send us a voice message that link is on our instagram so thank you and also let me say this we do have a youtube channel so you can check our podcasts out uh, on youtube and we'll have that somewhere we'll have that somewhere in um listed on the podcast so that if you want to you know check out our youtube channel but you know what Kayla, this has been a blast it has we and went a little longer this time but it, we it did. was good it, it was a good conversation and, and so I hope you enjoyed it until next time um remember as she said you're worthy you're lovable you're loving we're out of here and uh we'll talk to you next time deuces, deuces. Peace.